Hello, this is Don Witt with the Channel Daily News from Telecom Reseller. Today we're speaking with Dr. Michael Lebby. He is the CEO of Lightwave Logic. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm very well, thank you. I'm having a great time. Good. I hope we continue to have one here. And as we're doing that, maybe you can give our listeners a little overview of Lightwave Logic. Absolutely. Lightwave Logic is a small company. It's based in Denver, Colorado. And we actually make optical devices called modulators. So I'll explain that in a little bit. But these are devices that are used on the internet. And so Lightwave Logic is a company that has been developing technology called polymers, electro-optic polymers for the last decade. And we're right on the verge of actually implementing this into the internet. And this is what's really exciting right now. Why do you feel that radical innovation is needed to really enable tomorrow's data services for the internet and the framework that we're working with right now? Yeah, well, radical innovation is a great phrase. I mean, it really sums up the new technology that we're working on. But if you think about everybody's environment on the internet itself, everybody's experience, and when we often have issues at home or in the office, if we don't get the right bandwidth or we don't get the right data rate hitting our computers, so we have to turn the monitor off, we have to turn the TV off, or you know, you have this, you know, yourself and your wife and your five kids all running computers all at the same time and you don't have enough bandwidth going to the home or the hotel doesn't have enough. And those are issues because there's not enough data running through the internet at any one time. And so we have a device called an optical modulator that actually is much faster than the modulators used in the internet today. Now, the internet today has modulators. These are little devices you put in front of lasers. Now, if you think about what the internet is, is a mesh network of fiber optic cables. These are glass cables that run all over the country. And to send the data from one city to another city or from your computer to somebody else's computer, you have to, down somewhere in the network, you have to have a laser that turns the light into ones and zeros. And that sends the light down the fiber and then you can have your communication. And it goes through big data centers and telephone switches and things like that. Now, what we have, which is really the radical innovation, is we have a device that works much, much faster than the incumbent semiconductor technology that is being used today. So today we have semiconductor technology called silicon and another one called indium phosphide and even another one called lithium nibate. These technologies have really hit their saturation in speed. And the devices we make actually don't use semiconductors, they use polymers, electro-optic polymers, and you apply a little voltage across them and you can switch light really fast. And you can do it at very low power, much lower power consumption. So if you think about those two things for a second, they will allow faster data to travel across the internet. And that to me is really, really exciting. What's the real purpose of the Lightwave Logic proprietary electro-optic polymer? And just in part of what you're, how much faster does it allow the internet to process? Well, so the, the easiest question to ask is the last bit, right? It's at yeah. least three times faster. Wow. So, 
And it's probably an order of magnitude, which is in non-technical terms, at least 10 times lower in power consumption. And you, know, you talk to any telephone operator or even a data center folks, and they're always trying to figure out how to get the power consumption down. They're always trying to figure out how to send data faster because that gives people more bandwidth. And these, these are exciting things. But really, what is electro-optic polymers? What is this stuff? Well, one way to think about this is we're probably all looking at our mobile phones or our monitors or our TVs using OLEDs. Everybody uses the term OLEDs. What does it stand for? Organic LEDs. That's polymer LEDs. We're actually looking at polymer displays. Now, these are polymers that send out light, red, green, blue, so you can see color displays. Our polymers are composed chemically different. So it's different chemistry, but they're still polymers. Our polymers, when you apply a little voltage, like from a battery, you can actually switch and modulate the light really fast, much faster than semiconductors. And so what's unique about what we do is we create these polymers in Denver, Colorado. And so, yeah, it's proprietary and we have lots of patents, but it's uh, our technology and we've taken some time to develop it. But what it could do for the internet is really, really exciting. Back in November of last year, you announced that the acquisition of a polymer technology, is that the one that you're talking about here? It's the chromosol? And uh, so, how does that acquisition work into your technology? No, that is a great addition. So we have our polymer-based technology, but what chromosome brought for, to the party was a special protection of the polymers using a technique called atomic layer deposition. It sounds really technical, but what this allows is, is it allows our polymers to be packaged at greater volume at lower cost because using the chromosome technology, we protect our polymers to the environment. And so if you've been in the telecom field over the last 20, 30 years, some of the original optical components were actually put into what we call gold box packages. These are little boxes that are welded closed that usually have gold plates in that are pretty expensive. And when you weld a bucket, a, a package that's uh, uh, closed, then you're basically hermetic to the environment. You stop all the water mites getting in. And that's that's something that you know most components have to protect for. But with this chromosome technology, we don't have to use the expensive gold boxes. And so it's what we call in the industry, the electronics industry, is a chip-scale packaging solution. So this acquisition allowed us to bring in, if you like, special protection to our polymers and so we can package it at much lower cost at greater volume than we can scale it. And that's really what that acquisition was about. Everybody loves a race, and it looks like you won one recently here with your world record demonstration and patent issuances. What uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sounds like fun. Yeah, no, so we're a company developing these polymers in, in Colorado. And there was a couple of companies in Europe, one in Switzerland and one in Germany, that wanted to use our material and put it into a device and see how fast it would go. And uh, both these companies did completely different experiments. And really, both of them achieved world records in their own right using our material. And the reason why we wanted to see this happen and report it at the big international conference is just to see what the potential potential performance of our material is. 
Now, this is really exciting because what this says is, is that we have a material not for the next generation systems that go into the internet, but generation systems that go out a decade or even more. So the performance headroom is un unbelievable using polymers. And so, yeah, this was a, an interesting, if you like, experiment. This was a research experiment. This showed us that our materials could hit Roudwackle performances. And our job now is to turn that into real product that goes into the network. But yeah, that was that was really exciting. All right, we're just getting into 2023. What, what do you plan for this year? So what we plan for this year is to turn those results we showed at the international conference last year into real development prototypes and to be tested by real players, real end users in the telephone, telecommunications environment. And that's really our goal this year. And so we're preparing ourselves with our partners now, remember, we're a small company that's focused on generating the polymers. So we work with big silicon foundries to actually fabricate the devices. And we're working with packaging companies. And so we want to focus on what we're really good at, which is the, the chemistry, the polymer side of things. But there's other players that are really good at making devices, making transceivers, making packages. And so we're going to engage with a lot of partners this year. And I think it's going to be a really exciting year in terms of having this technology really show the potential to really speed up the internet. All right. Let's project ourselves a little bit farther. Maybe how about the next 10 or 20 years? What, what do you see going on there? Well, I think the similar thing is going to happen to what we saw in organic LED displays. Now, if we think 10 years ago, we were using LCD displays and, you know, there was some talk about using OLEDs and, and then over the last decade, we use polymers everywhere in displays, mobile phones and TVs and things. I see the same thing happening with polymers on the internet. Today, the internet has millions and millions of semiconductor modulators that are put in front of laser diodes for the fiber optic cables. And I think in a decade, we're going to see that swapped out to polymer-based technology. We've seen it once in displays, and I think we're going to see it on the internet. And that is really exciting, seeing this polymer technology become ubiquitous across the whole of the optical network. So that, to me, is super exciting. Over that course of 10 to 20 years that we're talking about, can your technology scale and perform as well in the future as it does now? Yeah, absolutely. So let me just uh, try and get everybody calibrated. If you look at the the raw optical performance of semiconductor modulators today, it's in a 20 to 30 gigahertz. So we just remember 20 to 30. If you look at the devices we're making today, they're in the 70 to 100. It's like I said earlier, about two to three times faster, much lower power. The absolute performance so these materials can go up to two, three, four, five hundred gigahertz. And so the performance potential is already there. We don't need that super high performance right now. But if you implement a technology that has headroom for performance, then it's going to stay around. And so uh, we see this as a sunrise technology and not a sunset technology, which we believe the semiconductors are experiencing today. So with the deployment of your technology, 
where do you see that occurring? Is that something that's going to be in a in a cellular tower or in the data centers or where where are these devices going to be deployed utilizing it? So the best way to answer this question is if you take the analogy of the internet, like the the interstate roadway system in the states, right? So there's one road that comes up to your house, maybe it's a track, and then when you get to Los Angeles or Chicago, then there's six lanes in each direction. And so if you think about that in terms of the internet and the telephone and the data center network, where you get many of the lanes is in the data centers and the telephone switches. So we see the initial application of our technology in those areas where there's many lanes, there's many fiber optic interconnects, there's many modulators, and they all need to go a lot faster and lower power. And so that's going to be sort of the where the volume is of using these types of devices. Where can our listeners find out a little bit more? Well, you can certainly come to our website, www.lightwavelogic.com, and there's some some simple technology slides that you could look at. You can certainly look at some of my presentations there and even some of the press releases. And, And if you're really, really interested, feel free to reach out to us and we'll be happy to answer questions. This is Don Witt with the Channel Daily News speaking to Dr. Michael Levy. He is the CEO of Lightwave Logic, and Doctor, your your technology is really very interesting. There's there's a lot of things going on in technology now, and it's quite frankly, it's one of the most exciting times ever in in communications. And you're a, a big part of how uh, making it move faster. So it's it's uh, going to be hard for us to keep up here after a certain point of time. And, and I want to thank you for your insight into the next generation of communications. Thank you. Thank you very much.